Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Mike Spring. And yes, you're right, I still have that cold. I know, crazy how that one's just hanging around. But you know, it's going to come in handy because now I can do Luke, I'm your father. Very and, nice. And you'll understand exactly why I did that <laughs> in just a few moments here. We've got uh, another great interview today, Mike, that you did. Thank you. Yes. Uh, today I spoke with Kevin Gaddy, who is a voice actor, uh, and he is a former student of voice coaches, and he has had a successful, a very successful first year as a voice actor. And Actually, it came to our attention to interview him when he basically sent us an email and just said, you know, hey guys, <laughs> I just want to thank you. Look this past happening. year has yeah. been so successful for me. Yeah. And so I was like, hmm, like bulb went off over my head and I said huh if he's been so successful we should ask him how he did it and he can share it with all you of know, our you're listeners. just amazing that way you know it's just <laughs> thank it's, you it's just you never I try cease to amaze me how these things grab your attention it's true it's true <laughs> <laughs> well um, in listening to what uh, Kevin has to say as you will in just a few moments here um, something comes to mind there's never a job that's too big or too small that's okay. right. And, and both of those can kind of scare you, all mm-hmm. right? But you're going to hear Kevin talk about some small stuff he's done and then, you know, some some bigger projects he's done. Um, I know when I got my first big project, it was like 350 pages, I was scared. Right, You know, right. I'm thinking, how am I going to do this? And then I realized it's one word at a time, just like you do any other thing. Yeah, You know, yeah. it's just going to take you a little longer. That's right. And so, uh, so I think that'll kind of come up in, in what you hear Kevin talk about today. Yeah, Kevin's had a really great range of different projects uh, as he's been working as a voice actor. And so it's great to hear about them and how he's gotten them and, and where the path is kind of leading him. So let's listen to Mike talking with Kevin Gaddy. I believe he's down in Florida, right? Yes, he is. Well, hello, Kevin. Welcome to Voice Coaches Radio. Hey, hello, Mike. Glad to be here with you. Great. Uh, so you've had a lot of success in the past year as a voice actor, which is which is really exciting. But let's go back a little before that, and let's let's talk about um, kind of your background and and what you did before you were a voice actor, and and what got you interested in becoming a voice actor. All right. I started off in uh, the Navy. Oh, okay. As a journalist, uh, I was in the Navy from 1978 to 1998. Wow. And I got uh, print, radio, and TV experience. And I uh, was at a couple of broadcast assignments overseas in the Philippines and in Cuba. So I always liked the idea of using my voice. And uh, well, I retired in 1998, uh, went in civil service the next year, and I've been for 15 years now. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, just over the last maybe five, six years, uh, kept going back to the idea of uh, using my voice third career after I retire again. I decided to go ahead and get serious, but I didn't know exactly how to consolidate everything. Then I found you guys, voice coaches, uh, online. Uh, well, actually, I should say before that, uh, John Galuby came down to the University of West Florida uh, near where I live and uh, gave a class uh, called, uh, uh, I guess, Getting Paid to Talk, mm-hmm. something like that, yep. a workshop. And uh, I did a uh, uh, script read with him. Uh, there was about 20, 25 people in the class. We all did our script reads, and he uh, produced it right there in front of us on his computer, you know, with our voices and music in the background. Mm-hmm. And, and we got the playback, and I heard mine, and I said, wow, this is all right. Yeah. So uh, I signed up for uh, the training right on the spot. Cool. And I took uh, uh, three sessions with you guys, and uh, I think one of them was actually with Warren. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, after that, I uh, cut my demo. Uh, I uh, took advantage of the uh, business materials that you offer, uh, your uh, CD demo packages. Mm-hmm. And I started putting myself out there as a voice actor in January of last year. Great. So tell us then about that, that first job that you got. How did you, how did you go about it? And what, and what was that first job? It was, it was pretty funny. I uh, had only been out there maybe about six weeks, and I had just done a podcast interview mm-hmm. with a friend of mine that lives out in Niceville, Florida. She has a publishing company. And uh, she highlights uh, military authors on her weekly podcast show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, uh, we spoke about her actually doing that maybe about seven or eight years ago. And I really was excited when she finally started doing it. She hosts her show with a uh, another colleague of hers that lives in California. So it's like a, uh, I guess, teleconferencing type of thing where... Those two be on the phone and they bring in their guests right. to talk. Right. And she's been after me for, gosh, a couple of years to go on her show. And I, I hemmed and hawed about it for a while. and then, But she kept on. And I finally said, yeah, I'll do it. So she got me on. And this was just as I had started putting myself out there as a voice actor. Mm-hmm. So we did the interview and uh, was uh, you know telling her about the, some of the things I was going to try to accomplish. And later on that evening, I had been on Facebook with another uh, film actor. Mm-hmm. When out of the blue, this guy comes on and asks if I could do the voice of a TV news anchorman. Wow. And I said, yeah, sure, I can do that. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> you know, trying to get a job. Right, right. And, uh, yeah. So uh, he came back and gave me the details about the uh, project that he was working on and said that, uh, well, we've got it mostly shot, and we'll bring you in on the post-production and use your voice as the voice of you know, the TV news anchorman to kind of follow the action here in the movie. Right. I said, okay, that's great. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, well, it was two weeks later, so that was the first job, and it just flowed from there. Two weeks later, uh, my acting coach, uh, her name is Nicole Dixon, I took uh, an acting class from her the week, be- the, excuse me, the year before. Mm-hmm. I started getting into this, and she contacted me. She had since moved from Pensacola to Virginia. She contacted me and said she was coming back here to shoot a movie uh, called, uh, at the time it was called From the Sea, mm-hmm. and it later changed to Atlantic Rim, mm. which is kind of the, uh, the the mockbuster ripoff of the big movie that came, off la- came out last year, Pacific Rim. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, and they shot from the sea locally in Pensacola and she said are you interested in getting in and uh, I said yeah and because by then I had sent her and everybody else my demo and uh, she said are you interested in getting in as an extra and I said yeah sure and I thought I might be doing actual you know voice work mm-hmm. you know, with them but mm-hmm. it turned out that I got a on camera role cool. uh, with a, a tiny speaking part in that nice. so those first two jobs uh, Entity and Atlantic Rim came from my voice right right you know had nothing to do with an on-camera audition or or anything Mm -hmm. so i said well maybe i'm on to something here (laughs) (laughs) absolutely yeah and it's just kind of flowed from there i got an agent Mm -hmm. and uh and she has submitted me for several jobs but a lot of the voice jobs mike that i got 
last year, I got pretty much on my own. Right, right. And a lot of that was from the training that you guys gave me. Cool. You know, uh, as far as self-marketing and self-promotion and mm -hmm. all that. And uh, basically, I did what you told me to do. <laughs> well, it's good to know that that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So tell exactly. us about what, what some of those voice acting jobs you did were. I know when we spoke earlier, uh, we talked about you've done some some commercials, I think, some um, some podcast work, I believe, uh, some a few other things. Tell us about what some of the things you've done have been. Okay, I, I did a half a dozen commercials last year, mm -hmm. and they were all voiceover. Uh, one in particular I did uh, was for a an information uh, technology company mm -hmm. out in Pensacola called Your IT Solution. Mm -hmm. And all I did was the uh, tag at the end of it. It was maybe about seven seconds mm -hmm. at that. Right. You know, and it was a paid job and was glad for that. Yeah. Uh, I did uh, a character voiceover for an upcoming uh, event that's happening in Pensacola in February called Pensacon, mm -hmm. you know, like the Comic-Con right, right. conventions. Yeah, yeah. They're doing Pensacon out here, and they're going to have some of the actors that uh, were in Star Wars, Battlestar Galactica, you know, that kind of genre. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to be out here, and the commercial that they put together that they called me for, uh, they asked me to do the voice of Darth Vader. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's and, fun. And, uh, of course, they, you know, played with it technically and all that to, you know, get it, you know, where they wanted. Right. But, uh... So that was that was a good experience. Sure, uh, I did uh, a uh, thirty-second commercial for the Hilton Sandestin Spa out here in uh, near Destin, Florida. Nice uh, for their uh, restaurant there, Barefoot's Beachside Bar and Grill. Uh huh. Um, I did a commercial for a Christian contemporary radio station cool. out here. Cool. Uh, a, in December, it was a, a happy holidays type radio spot. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple other things. Uh, I did a uh, three-minute uh, narration for a documentary mm -hmm. for a guy named Jay Blake. He is a blind race car owner. Wow. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, and he takes the video. He was revamping the one that he'd already done. Uh, he takes the video and he presents it, you know, to corporations and sponsors. Wow. You know, and uh, he asked me to voice it for him, and I did that. The big thing that I'm pretty happy about is I got my first audio book uh, oh, last great. year. Great. Yeah. 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 Uh, the author is from Belgium. His name is Luke DeCamp, and the title of the book is called The Dark Number. Uh-huh. And it's a Harry Potter uh, type of book, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, about a 12-year-old boy that... Uh, gets transported back in time to uh, uncover and foil a plot, I guess you can call it, a mm -hmm. plot that if it gets carried through will change an aspect of history without giving too much of it away. Right, right. And it was a, it was a three-hour project. It wasn't terribly long. Right. Uh, but it uh, gave me some good uh, experience and introduced me to the world of audiobooks, which is pretty exciting. A mm -hmm. uh, little bit... Uh, more difficult than it may seem, you mm -hmm. know, in uh, areas of, you know, staying strong while you're reading and, you know, pacing and all the rest of that. But uh, we did it and uh, got picked up and uh, it's on sale now. Great. That's exciting. Uh, through, uh, through 
uh, Amazon.com, Audible.com, and iTunes. Nice, excellent. So, uh, so it's been it's been a lot of fun, a lot of work. Yeah, I've been glad for it all. Like I said, I never thought that things would take off so quick, but I'm very, very happy that it has, and I owe it in large part to voice coaches and the training I received. Well, thank you. Speaking of that training, then, let me ask you this. Was there any one thing that kind of stood out in your mind when you were going out on those first few jobs? Any part of your training that really sort of helped you? Um, in, anything specific that you remember? Well, oh, definitely uh, uh, interpreting copy and uh, understanding uh, what you're going in to do uh, and being professional, mm-hmm. you know, when you go in to do a job. You know, your first impression is very important. Uh, I guess interpreting copy for me was the big thing because the producer or whoever you're working with may not have a total idea of what they want. They may give you a rough sketch, you know, rough outline of, of how to read something. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you are able to take a little bit of, I guess, creative license and bring something to the read, the script that they may not have thought about themselves, a lot of times that can work in your favor. Sure. Yeah, they may very well say, okay, you know, that's fine, but this is the way we want you to do it, and you just go ahead and you do it. Mm-hmm. But definitely interpretation of the copy, you know, because if you don't have any interpretation going in and you just read it blank and bland and uh, just, you know, just a straight read, you're not lending any kind of creativity to it, and you find that they may look at you kind of funny and say, well, you know, this guy know what he's doing <laughs> right. or not. Right. Uh, so, so it's better to bring a little bit of your own uh, uh, imagination to it. And uh, even if you're over the top, it's easier for them to scale you back right. than to, than to uh, bring you up. Sure. In terms of imagination. I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so one more question then. Um, so, so what advice, now that you've been out there doing this for a while, what advice would you give to, to new voice actors who are just starting out? Well, I would say uh, this is something that you have to want. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of business out there, I'm finding, but it won't necessarily come to you. You have to put yourself out there and let people know that you're a voice actor, a working voice actor, mm-hmm. and you're ready to work. Right. A lot of things have come to me through that. A lot of things have come to me from uh, word of mouth from other people, mm-hmm. and, but that was because I let them know that I was out here and ready to go. If you you know, just sit back and wait for the work to come to you, you can about forget it. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> it, not going to happen. Right. And you... And, and you, uh, you know, the best you can hope for is that if you work for someone and you do the things that voice coaches tells you to do, <laughs> you know, and, uh, uh, along the lines of professionalism and, you know, and doing your best, you know, uh, you, the best you can hope for is that they'll call you back again and you'll get repeat business. Right, And Absolutely. your reputation will grow. Yep, and people will hear about you and say, "Well, okay, this guy said that you were good, or this person said that you, you know, did a good job for them. Uh, hopefully, you do a good job for me, and it goes forward from there." That sounds great. Well, Kevin, it's been a fantastic first year for you so far, so I can't wait to hear what comes up in the future. Thank you for taking the time to share your experiences with our, with our listeners. We appreciate it. Thank you, Mike, for giving me the opportunity to do so. You guys are fantastic. <laughs> I'm singing your praises every day. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Thank you, Mike.
You know, everybody's got a, a different story of their life, but if there's there's one thing that I find in common with with all the folks that we interview is they're having a good time. They're enjoying doing this. Yep, yep, absolutely. Yeah, and it is a fun business to be in. Thank you for that uh, again. Great interview with Kevin. Well, thanks Danny. to Kevin. He he did all the work. <laughs> uh, and you know, I wanted to mention something that you had mentioned earlier. You said that you know jobs, both big and small, can be scary. And I was reading an interview with Tom Hardy the other day, who is the actor who kind of got his big break in Inception and then went on to play Bane in uh, The Dark Knight oh, Rises. Yeah, sure. So obviously yeah. a big, big role there. But right. um, he actually, one of his first major movie roles was in uh, 2002 in Star Trek Nemesis. And he actually played the young clone of Patrick Stewart, uh, young Captain Picard. So what, what he said in the interview was that he was terrified the entire time he was making that movie. He said he came to set every day and felt like he was completely out of his depth and he was absolutely terrified that's the word he used and he said he somehow he got through it and I think it's paid off for him because oh, yeah. you know now he starred in one of the biggest movies in you know the past few years sure. um, so I just think that's interesting that somebody who's who's you know today a pretty major star and who got a pretty major role in a you know in, in a one of the big franchises out there could still be you know just completely scared by the prospect of this role so I think it's you know if he can be scared then it, it, we can be scared we too. have permission to be scared as well <laughs> that's right and, and uh, he's a tough guy too I mean he was yeah, Bane he right, broke Batman right. you know and and you'll get over it as I try to tell my four-year-old granddaughter all the time right you know? exactly you'll, you'll get past this this will exactly. be fine <laughs> you know I could try doing the podcast like Bane Hello, Mr. Mr. Wayne. Has, Welcome has, to Voice Coaches Radio. That, that works. That Thank works. You. It's, yeah. it's actually the accent's completely wrong, but Chris <laughs> Charling can do it better than I can. Well, getting paid to talk sounds pretty good, doesn't it? That's part of what the business of voice acting is all about. To get the real scoop, Voice Coaches offers an introduction to voice acting adult education class called Getting Paid to Talk, of all things. It's offered through universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs throughout the U.S. and Canada and might be coming your way soon. That's right. The week of April. 7th. We've got you covered. If you're in Connecticut, we've got 11 classes scheduled in Branford, Thomaston, Enfield, Cheshire, Sandy Hook, Farmington, Woodbury, Manchester, Milford, New London, and Newington, Connecticut. I didn't Whew. give you time to breathe there, did Seriously. I? Seriously. We'll also be in Albany, Middletown, and my hometown of Schenectady, New York, and Beverly, Taunton, Charlton, Winchester, Canton, Springfield, and Boston, Massachusetts. To find out when we're coming your way, just call our toll-free number, 866-887-2834. Or you can email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com, which is a great way to share your comments, send us your questions, and also give us some topic suggestions you'd like to hear us talk about. And in between podcasts, don't forget, you can keep up with us through Twitter and Facebook. You know, we've been working hard to, to come up with some new ideas and, uh, and new folks to talk to. And I know the next couple of uh, episodes are once again going to be top notch. Hope you can join us. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. You know, everybody's story is a little different, but uh, if there's if there's something that there's... That, let's try that again. <laughs> That's okay. I was yawning anyway. Okay. Not because of you. Well, you know, that, I tend to do that to people. That's right. The week of April 7th. <laughs> no, no. All right. <laughs> it's close. All right. Um, it was funny. I mean, you can leave part of it in if you want. You know, and just pick right. up from there. Yeah. Don't forget to come back for more Voice Coaches Radio. I don't even know what accent. It's like a weird, like, Uncle Scrooge mixed with, you know, I don't even know, but... Chris Charling will be listening to this editing and he's going to be shaking his head in embarrassment. Exactly. Wishing he'd had a microphone. <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't be surprised if he jumps in and does a little, like, you know, of the right Bane impression. Thank you, Mr. Spring.
It will always be a pleasure of mine to one-up you.